Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. A new zero-tolerance strategy will see jail terms of up to 10 years for domestic abusers. Cabinet has signed off or to sign off on plan to tackle domestic sexual and gender-based violence, which will see a maximum sentences for assault causing harm doubled. Uh, up to now, it has only been five years. The number of places available in women's refuges will also rise from 141 to 280. And the Justice Minister, Helen McEntee, says the new strategy has been worked out in consultation with groups who support victims of domestic abuse. So to a little bit more about it and a bit more about the plan for Men's Aid. The CEO, Katrina Bentley, joins me on the air. Good afternoon, Katrina. Good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, the only thing I will say, Katrina, I, and I'm delighted, by the way, for both genders that we're going yeah. to see a change and we're going to see this taken a lot more seriously, I hope, in the future. And maybe a lesson will be learned, you know, when we see somebody going to jail for 10 years, hopefully, you know, for serious domestic violence or whatever it has to be, be it against a man or a woman, that it might yeah. send a very strong message out. But I do yeah. notice in the article, it is, it's supposed to be, I suppose, gender neutral to some degree. But I don't know how well Men's Aid and other men's organisations will do out of this because it talks about women's refuges. Will there be an improvement as well for men? Because I suppose mm-hmm. after the Johnny Depp case, you know, mm-hmm. men's domestic violence against men is also in the news too quite a lot mm-hmm. and something we need to discuss quite a lot. Absolutely. No, brilliant. Um, and I suppose it has been a quite a, a busy couple of months in relation to the media, um, I suppose, on the back of the Johnny Depp case as well. I suppose today is about the two years of the, the collaboration. We have been at the table with all the, at all the meetings now, I can be honest with that. Um, we have made our submissions. We've, I think we attended 17 or 18 meetings, whether on Zoom, etc. We shared the data that we had. Um, over the last, from 2021 and 2020, uh, 2020 and 2021, um, over the past two years. So it has been a collaborative um, approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is, um, I suppose, in 2021, just to say, we, we've supported about 8,000 contacts to our helpline um, and to our services. And this year, we're expecting approximately around the 10,000 contacts. So it just shows you in terms of, um, we all have started, if I would say, to give men the confidence and encouragement to come forward and pick up the phone even and just start that first step. So men's aid and the voice of the male victim is in this document. Um, it, it certainly was in the draft that we saw a number of months ago. Later this afternoon with the Taoiseach and Minister uh, McEntee, we will, we will get the final draft this afternoon. So we're very keen to, to read it again and also to see, to read the implementation plan and to implement the budget and, and how the funding. But I will say is that on behalf of the, the, the men that we've represented and supported and the families um, for the last number of years, our voice is here, our, our voice has been heard. Um, and I suppose, I hope it is a fresh start, if mm-hmm. for a better word, um, for, for, for the years going forward. Um, for, for everybody. What is, sorry to interrupt you, Katrina, but what is mm-hmm. the data? Because I remember some time ago mm-hmm. there was a conversation in the doll, and it was some time ago because Jerry Adams was in the doll at the time. Mm-hmm. So it must have been about seven or eight years ago. And he was, or he asked, mm-hmm. I think at the time, Enda Kenny, uh, mm-hmm. what were the figures in relation to male domestic violence? And Enda Kenny said yeah. he didn't have the figures to hand. And Jerry Adams yeah. said, you know why? Because they don't exist. So, <laughs> and and okay. that, yeah. in other words, we nope. were, now in the UK yeah. at the time, figures were somewhere between four and nine were male cases. They, they predicted yeah. because men don't come forward as much. So what do we estimate the figures are percentage yeah. wise of male victims and female victims? Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. There's the under the underreporting, I suppose, is what, what we don't know. What I would say is that in terms of Ireland, our data goes back to 2005, which is very old COSC data. One in four women, at least one in seven men, will experience some form of domestic violence um, in their lifetime. 
if I could quote, I suppose, the UK, their Office of National Statistics of 2020, for every three victims, one is male. Okay. Now, could I also just say, rather than go down the prevalence route, um, the fact is it's a huge social issue, Niall. You know what I mean? Irrelevant of, of, the, of, of gender. You know what I mean? Of the course. prevalence is there. But um, I suppose, again, for our, our voice for the past, or our experience for the past two years is even to be on your show, which is terrific, and the support of the media to, to get out to get out the fact that men are also victims as well as, as women. And I think that's given the man the encouragement to come forward and seek the help and seek the response. Um, and I think that's why as well we're, we are looking forward to this afternoon and, and to, to be there with our colleagues. And we are all working together in her because it's such a huge social issue rather than a gender issue. I, I was blown away, I think, the last time I spoke to you or one of mm-hmm. your colleagues on the air, we were talking about the budgets. Yeah. Now, this yeah. this mentions in the article the number of places available in women's refuges will also rise from 141 to 280. Currently, yeah. is there any male refuge centres? No, there isn't. Not one? No. So if a man Nothing finds himself in a situation where he's being abused in the home by his wife, let's say, or by his gay partner, for example, if he's in a same-sex relationship, yeah. uh, and he's lo- and he's out, the- uh, he's basically he has to leave the home that night and needs to go somewhere for support or help. Is there anywhere he can go? Not at this moment, um, but we are working with our colleagues, in particular two NGOs and with um, one of the funders as well, to find uh, a solution to that. The reason behind that, Niall, as well, is a lot of the men, if there is violence in the home, they don't want to leave the house because they don't want to leave the kids behind. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the men don't flee for that reason. I um, ima- but I however, imagine that's a reason women don't flee either. Well... They, 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 because everybody wants it to go away and wants it to stop. Of course, that's the yeah. first thing everybody wants is for it to yeah. stop. So that the last thing on your mind is is leaving the family home in that situation. Yeah. In yeah. in relation to providing that refuge or pro- yeah. providing the support that you provide, uh, mm. and you know, I, I have noticed because I have two phone numbers to read out at the end of this, which is men's aid and women's aid. Um, yeah. Of course, you have a standard phone yeah. number; they have a free phone number. I mean, I, I assuming yeah. that comes down yeah. to funding, Katrina. It does, it does. So I suppose we're hopeful, optimistic that today we'll, we'll see some more financial funding, obviously, for men's aid for going forward. Because with, with, with the, I suppose, the increasing calls, we want to miss less calls. Um, but obviously as well to find the pathways as quickly as possible, which would be whether it's crisis accommodation, a step down accommodation or long term or what that looks like for the man. And it does come, it does, it does boil down to funding. Um, so I hope hopefully from today there'll be some good news for us this afternoon. I mean, because obviously support costs money and, that, you know, people don't can't yeah. work for free. We don't expect people to work for free. Um, yeah. So it does cost money. Premises cost money, phone calls and offices and administration and everything else costs yeah. money. All these things cost money. Um, currently at the moment, what what is the budget for domestic violence in total in Ireland? Yeah, would you have an idea of that figure? Um, I think the last, I think the last figure for Ed, Buslev, provided was somewhere between the 30 or the 40 million. I think it's hard to put a quote, a number on that because, because we were, we, to it, yeah. because of, well, COVID, we, we got additional funding during COVID, which was obviously um, unexpected. Mm-hmm. So um, in terms of, I, I think there's roughly around 41 or 50 agencies, roughly, that share that, that funding. Um, and um, I think somewhere, it was somewhere between the 30 or the 40 million. But obviously, that's not even a 
an adequate response either. You know what I mean? So, so what percentage of the funding is what I'm trying to establish? Yeah. What percentage of the funding is we have two genders? Yes, one gender yeah. is affected more than the other. That's clear. Women are affected more than men in relation yeah. to this. But we are at a point now where we're seeing that the reason a lot of that is is because men don't tend not to want to come forward. I, yeah. I don't know whether that's kind of that whole macho thing or whatever it happens to be that men don't want to come forward. They, they feel it's a weak thing to do. And I, and I encourage men, if you are in a relationship and you are the victim of domestic violence and you have young children and you, you feel you need to stay there, you need to reach out and get support and get help and people to talk to. But wh- what percentage of that funding is mm-hmm. going towards supporting men? Um, well, for ourselves, for men's aid, it's 1%. 1%? Yeah. It's, just, it's roughly around 350,000. For fifty percent of the population. Oh well, let's. To be fair, yeah. you said one. Yeah. In, you said one in three women. Uh, one, one in seven yeah. men, wasn't it? Yeah, is, is, roughly, yeah. Okay, yeah. so or for, or, or for every three victims, one male. That there's different for, ways it's been calculated. Yeah. Well, then I would expect you to get at least yeah. a, a third of yeah. the funding. You would imagine that would be the case, then, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, well, look, that, that would be wonderful. <laughs> I know. But, uh, it's yeah. quite disappointing, isn't it, Katrina? When, when you see, you know that that we have to start taking. And, and by the way, I, again, I don't want, I want to reiterate. All violence against any gender is completely wrong and everybody should should know that. And if you need help, please reach out and get it. But it is wrong when we're seeing 1% of the funding going towards half of the population. And I think today is that reset button. It has to be. And has, has, to be the, has the Minister McEntee, when you spoke to her in the past, or have you spoke to her in the past, has, yes. has she acknowledged this, that there's an issue there in relation to, say, funding or there's an issue there in the way we, we treat both genders, you know, in an equal part to some degree, you know, or certainly we fund it to the degree that we believe it needs to be funded. Has there, is there an acknowledgement there that we're not doing that? Well, I don't know whether there's an acknowledgement around that. I, I, I think the issue is the, the, the learning from the last few years and bringing that data toward, to, 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 I suppose, to national, you know, to the, to the powers, etc., to, to, to those in, in government to, to share the data whether, you know, in terms of whether it's adequate funding, we know it's not. It's not enough funding for, for the women's services and hasn't been. Um, and, and I suppose we have we have catch-up, essentially. And the minister was, was um, is very committed definitely to men's aid and the work that we do and, and actually opened up International Men's Day, our, our, our seminar last year as well, fully committed and available. Um, and, and so for today and this document, like we are attending, you know, in, in, in collaboration with, with the minister, definitely, mm-hmm. and, and and with our with our stakeholders as well. Um, I think we all have a lot to learn from the last, you know, decades that have passed. Um, and I suppose it's, it really is about breaking down that silence. Um, and yes, I, I am I am absolutely hopeful um, that that the funding will be here and we will roll it out. Even if you handed us, you know, millions tomorrow, it would take time to build that up. Now, of course, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. To roll out, to, to roll out the, the the services nationwide. We've been doing it bit by bit over the last eighteen months. But it needs more um, promotion, doesn't it? I mean, and it's, it all, it's all well and good. And I say this with the greatest respect to you and your staff. To have you and your staff sitting in an office waiting to take calls and support people as you do. But if people don't know you're there. You know, or there isn't billboards or there isn't a promotion or national campaigns which cost money to do that. It's not much use. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I say that yeah. respectfully to you. Yeah. And today's campaign, just um, the, the Department of Justice is rolling that out for in relation to today's um, announcement. Um, and, and Men's Aid was consulted by the Department of Justice in today's national campaign that will be rolled out this afternoon. Okay. So just well, that's to say, in fairness... We're at the table. We are being included. We are being heard. Yeah. Um, and, and it really is a positive 
step forward for us because Good. We, we can only go forward, you know what I mean? So, okay, just finally, yeah. in relation to the, the zero tolerance strategy, um, I, I'm assuming that you're aware of the, the plan that Cabinet are to yeah. sign off on in relation to that and the jail terms to be increased to 10 years. Have they established, I mean, what part of legislation are they using for that? I, I'm assuming it's the, the, the uh, Domestic Violence Act and, or there is an act there in relation to coercive control and all those other yeah. uh, crimes that are in there as well. I mean, have have you been have you been talking in relation to that and what exactly does that involve and how are they going to do that? We haven't seen any of that just yet. And okay. again, I think that's this part this afternoon. So okay. if I could say part two or stay tuned, you know what I mean? Okay. Then we can come back to you now. I'll definitely okay. share great. that then after after today. That would be brilliant. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, it's been lovely talking to you. Thank you very much. You too. Katrina, and I appreciate Thanks, you being out there. Katrina Bentley, CEO of Men's Aid Ireland. I'm blown away every single time. I think Katrina told me that figure before of 1%, 1% of the funding uh, from what she believes, and, and obviously it's difficult to calculate all the funding that goes to domestic violence, but 1% of the funding goes towards men, which is half the population. And there is no suggestion, by the way, that men are more often the victims of domestic violence. That's not, that's not what we're suggesting at all. But certainly if you took the figures that Katrina mentioned there in Ireland, which go back to 2005, which are old figures, not probably not fair to use, uh, one in three women, one in seven men. So approximately about 70% more women than men. But in saying that, if you look at the figures in the UK, which give a more accurate figure because there's a problem with men coming forward, they reckon four in every nine cases of domestic violence are male. Some might not want to come forward. And there is that whole thing, lads, isn't there? That kind of macho thing. Oh, I'm not cool. I'm not going to tell my wife. I mean, mates, my wife is giving me a hiding. You know, and sometimes domestic violence can be different. Remember, domestic violence doesn't just mean hitting somebody. It can mean terrorising somebody as well. And, of course, out of all the bad stuff that came out of the Johnny Depp case, the good stuff that came out of it was the attention that was drawn to male domestic violence. And you would have seen, if you watched the case, the evidence, that she essentially terrorised him. Um, now, don't get me wrong, it was a toxic relationship they had in the first place, from what we can clearly see. But she terrorised him. Uh, and that's exactly what she did. And not only did she terrorise him, she physically hit him on numerous occasions. So that in itself should be enough to make us all see, and I'm talking to men here today particularly, in relation to this particular issue, that if you have an issue, and I know it's really difficult when you've got kids, when you've got young kids in particular, and you're thinking to yourself, if I walk away, she's going to get the house, the kids will stay here, I'm going to be homeless, I have to go to the courts, I have to get a divorce, I have to get a separation, it's going to be a nightmare, I'll just stay. And that can be really difficult. It can be a difficult decision to make. And other people in that situation right now, it's easier just to stay. But as the most important person in my life said to me, value yourself. And that's the most important thing you should do, is value yourself. If you are staying in a situation where you're being hit, subjected to verbal abuse or physical abuse, be you male or female, you're not valuing yourself. You have to value yourself. We get one shot at life. Only one. And if you don't make the best of us, unfortunately, you don't get to have another go. So make the best of us. Move on. There's other people out there who will love you equally as much, if not more. Anyway, if you are or do find yourself in a situation and you want to reach out, and I say this to both men and women, I'm going to give you both phone numbers. Um, you want to reach out. But please, if you don't get an answer first time or they can't deal with you first time because I was, obviously they're limited in who they can deal with many people they can deal with, particularly when only at 1% of the budget. Um, please, you know, try again. So if you're a man and you're in a relationship and it's toxic or you believe you're the victim of violence, 
Nobody's suggesting you reporting anybody to the police or anything like that because that's another thing, guys. Are, oh, I don't want to report her to the guards. I'm not going to go that far, but I just want, I'd like to talk to somebody about it. And you just want to talk to somebody. You can even leave a message if you want to, by the way. If, if nobody picks up, you can leave a message. They'll contact you back. They will do it at your discretion. You can contact Men's Aid. And take out your pen. The number is 0155-43811. That's 0155-43811. All right. Women's Aid is 1-800-341-900. That's 1-800-341-900. And you can see Women's Aid have a free phone number. Men's Aid don't because of funding. So I'll give you the men's aid number again because obviously particularly we were talking to Karina, Katrina about uh, men's domestic violence. So it's 01, it's a Dublin number, double five four three eight double one. Write it down, put it in your phone. All right, you, might, you never know when you might need it. And it's nice to talk. Always reach out and talk to somebody because I can tell you now, when you're in that situation or you're in a bad marriage or you're in, if you don't talk to somebody, you can find yourself in a very, very bad situation. It only gets worse. So please, please reach out, talk to friends, family, people you can trust. Or indeed, if you feel there's nobody that you want to talk to, that you trust, maybe you've got that macho thing going on. Talk to Men's Aid. They're used to talking to men in your situation. They know how to deal with it. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.